0: listening to Youth Ministry Maverick, a podcast about mold-breaking methods to invest in the next generation of the church. Here's your host, Jeff Harding. Hello, everybody. This is Jeff. Welcome back to Youth Ministry Maverick. You're listening to episode 36, Connecting with Parents. This is part two of a three-episode series And today, we are going to talk about communication methods. So communication uh, has never been easier than it is right now. Uh, But I also feel like it's never been more complicated, if that makes sense. Uh, We live in a world now where you can pull a six-inch touchscreen from your pocket and instantly communicate uh, with millions of people in a split second. And social media has certainly defined and empowered the cultural identity of the millennial generation and Generation Z. Uh, Teenagers certainly are shaped by what is posted and shared on platforms like TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. And I'm not sure if there's any teenagers really who are on Facebook. I'd be surprised if there are. Um, adults really take an interest in Facebook, um, certainly more than the other three platforms. Uh, and the old ways of communication with snail mail and even landlines. Uh, I think all of us, uh, well, many of us listening, uh, probably remember growing up with a landline at home and it was likely the first number we ever memorized. And back in 2004, uh, which is when I graduated high school, dating myself, uh, more than 90% of U.S. adults uh, in households had an operational landline. And as of June of 2020, that number was less than 40%. The main takeaway for those of us who work with teenagers is how am I going to consistently connect with parents who have an ever-growing number of sources and preferences for communication? You have communication from school, uh, sports teams, clubs, and all sorts of other things. The first point uh, that I want to highlight is communication is not one-size-fits-all. So several of the resources and methods that I will go through May or may not be the best mode of communication for your specific parents and families in your ministry. That's kind of a trial and error process uh, that involves your intentional engagement and just seeing what works better uh, with your parents and what they're accustomed to and what's more convenient for them. I know in my own experience, trying to get parents to join one more subscription or communication method can prove difficult. Uh, Unless there's an app that's absolutely necessary for parents to download and use, I would try sticking with the main outlets. The first communication method that youth workers use is Facebook groups. Um, This was a pretty decent response, um, and I can't say I'm surprised because parents are increasingly active on Facebook there was one youth worker who reminded me um, that public Facebook pages uh, only get target views of about 15%. And so you really want to have a group instead of just a page because that increases the flow of communication, uh, makes it easier to see instead of a public wall and profile where everything is just listed for hopefully the admin, which is you, to keep up with. However, I would not suggest dumping your Facebook page because I think that makes a great public face for your ministry and has an astronomically higher chance of being visited uh, by families and people who are looking for a place for their students to plug in than just a regular web page. Remind uh, is a fantastic program uh, that I use, many school districts in my area use it. It is completely free. You can pay for it, um, but there's no need to. It is free for the plans and the amount that I use it for. And uh, it is a mass text system that I think is so much better than GroupMe. And texting is something that more and more parents are gravitating toward. I think parents who are my age um, certainly have always preferred text. And parents of older generations... Um, have been getting more and more into that. And certainly I think that compares to email. Now, depending on which study you give more weight to, anywhere from 50 to 70% of emails sent are never read. I mean, think about it. The last time you skipped over or simply deleted an email without reading it, I do it multiple times a day. So texts rarely go unread. Remind was designed for teachers. Uh, When you make a group, it's labeled as a classroom. So I have a classroom for parents, students, volunteers, and you can send messages to individual people, to one group, two groups, three groups, all together. It's really uh, user-friendly and fantastic. And as I mentioned, it's free, and you don't need to have a smartphone, or a touchscreen. As long as a phone can send and receive texts, your parents will be able to receive and interact with you over Remind. I was kind of surprised uh, with the uh, number of people who talk about using handouts and flyers. Now, obviously, uh, this was pre-COVID, but several people talked about how one of their primary methods of communication was with uh, handouts and things that they sent home with uh, their students. And I think that's because technology has done so much to innovate communication and supplying resources. Um, however, I think one of, the, one of those hindrances in giving communication solely over technology um, is memory. Uh, there's study after study that reveals writing with a pen or pencil and paper increases our ability to remember and recall things. And I always want to offer that opportunity to my students. And so when we provide something each week for the students to write down a fill-in-the-blank answer to one of the lesson points or things like that, I think it helps them be able to remember things about what they heard and in turn it helps promote uh, their ability to have a good conversation with their parents about it at home during the week unless it's a permission slip don't give your students an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper to take home with them Uh, give them something small uh, like a brochure sized uh, three and two-thirds by eight and a half inch piece of paper. Um, That's what I use. They can fold it up really easily and stick it in their Bible or their pockets. Um, I provide a PDF version of this that I include in my weekly parent email. And email is the last thing I'll get to here in a moment. But that always helps parents be able to have whatever I've sent home with the students there in front of them every Sunday afternoon, whether their student makes it home with that piece of paper or not. Now, email, uh, even though I just mentioned that most email is never read, uh, email is still the most popular method of communicating with parents. Uh, Now, there's two ways to do this. There's a basic email uh, from your personal inbox, trying to cover everything in a fire hose of text, right? So you try and make it short, make it more readable. And then there's the automated email, which is what I use, and it makes things so much easier. Now, there are several programs people use for this. Um, Two of the bigger ones are Constant Contact and MailChimp. Now, to my knowledge, Constant Contact, uh, they have a 60-day free trial, but I don't believe they have an ongoing subscription that is free, where MailChimp does have an ongoing subscription that is free. And just like Remind, it is solid. It has so many features It makes it so easy for me to create templates, um, build simple, uh, readable emails and schedule them and forget about them. And all of those responses uh, don't go back to some MailChimp site. They are directed through and from my own church email address. And so any replies from that MailChimp automated email go straight to my inbox with my church email and I can respond to parents there. So those are some general methods of communicating with parents. Um, Next Tuesday for the final part of this mini series on connecting with them, I will get more into the content and strategies of connection to empower your parents well in leading the discipleship of their students since we learned last week that they spend the majority of time with them. For now, if you're looking for new methods to communicate well with parents, I hope this list that I gave you helps. There were also some other methods uh, given when I interacted with some people in that large youth ministry Facebook group I mentioned, uh, such as parent meetings, newsletters, and quarterly calendars, So my question to you is, what are the primary ways that you are communicating with the parents in your ministry? Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to this episode wherever you are listening to it. And I encourage you to share it with other youth workers and ministry workers who engage with families and other people in their congregation and are wondering some good ways to communicate with people to where they will see it, and is easy for them to access and respond to you. You can find all of our episodes, a comprehensive list of our guests and their bios, along with links to youth ministry organizations to help you, and some merchandise to help support our podcast at our website, youthministrymaverick.com. This Friday uh, is a special one-off episode Uh, with Kat Armstrong talking about her new book so make sure you catch that this Friday and as I mentioned next Tuesday will be the wrap-up of our connecting with parents series and after that we'll kick off our big 11 episode youth ministry enneagram series very excited about that Also, one more thing, I do encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts and give us a nice review. Uh, It's good to give us a rating and just click stars, but if you give us a review, uh, it makes us more visible to people looking for podcasts. And if you give a review, take a screenshot of that review before you submit it and send it to me over email or social media, and I will mail you a thank you with some exclusive merchandise as a token of my thanks for doing that. So head to Apple Podcasts and look up Youth Ministry Maverick and leave us a review if you like our content. Thanks again for listening and until next time, adios.